Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM 640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. You can listen on the radio from 1 till 4, and then after 4 o'clock, uh, the show plays forever on the iHeart app. John and Ken on demand. That's the name of the podcast, and you pick up what you missed. We have many things to do. I can spend a lot of time uh, promoting what's upcoming, but I want to get Blake Trolley in here as quickly as possible because uh, Karen Bass today held uh, a, a public announcement uh, to explain the newest task force to take on the smash-and-grab retail robberies. And, you know, task forces are something I love more than life itself. Nothing better <laughs> than a new task force. Can we also get the alarm? Uh, <laughs> is the alarm still available in here? See, there it is. We play the alarms here. Uh, this is the real emergency is is this mass theft at this point in time. I mean, when you just look at the numbers, I was doing the math. And in the last couple of weeks, you can point to nearly $1 million in theft from just a few of these oh cases. We got an update today from the Glendale police chief. And he had said that from that Yves St. Laurent store, we were told around $300,000. That number is now up to more than $400,000. We were told more than, uh, than $300,000 for the Nordstrom in Canoga Park. 
So there, between is, those two, you're mostly, at seven, eight hundred thousand. Another hundred thousand from uh, the Gucci store. I mean, it, yeah. it, it adds up. These are handbags, Deborah. Look at that. A million dollars. I, I, I know they're expensive. And, <laughs> apparently, there was there was only five handbags they've stolen. So you know, Deborah. Every time I went and covered one of these, I looked to see if they fumbled one on the street for you. Oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. Taking a look. Well, keep looking. <laughs> Is that, would that be legal? If a thief drops a handbag, you uh, legal for you to pick know. it up? And... He doesn't know. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, to you find don't... It, All right. right. Don't ask questions, Blake. Yeah, don't worry. Nobody heard that. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, so what? What? What's the? This task force about who's, yes. who's in it? What are they going to do? Yeah. So in the wake of all these flash mob robberies that you've heard, the uh, multiple agencies throughout Southern California have formed a regional task force. These agencies include several police departments. That's the LAPD, Glendale PD, Burbank PD, the LA County Sheriff's Department, the FBI and U.S. Marshals. So it is all hands on deck trying to get a hold of these flash mobberies. There's going to be uh, robberies. There's going to be 22 assigned investigators to work 24 seven on all the cases. The Three separate surveillance teams, a deputy DA is going to be embedded with the task force to make sure that these criminals are prosecuted as much as they can be. And, of course, we'll get into the limitations of that here uh, here in a little bit. Uh, two investigators with the DA's office are also going to be working on this case. So you got three representatives right there from the L.A. County DA's office. Police are going to be using cell tower information, cyber information, informants. They're going to be looking for a link between all these crimes. And that's something we were just talking about off mic yeah. is if these are connected. OK, is this a, a master gang you know, like a big mafia operation that you'd have uh, in New York City? Or is this, you know, a dozen different freelance operations? I was told this was a dozen different freelance operations, that there's multiple groups going around and stealing this stuff. That's the belief right now with investigators. It's going to be interesting to see what this task force finds. But I was told that a lot of this appears to be copycatism, separate groups. And, and one of the ways they're gauging that is just that these products are heading in different directions. Some are being sold at swap meets, some on social media, others just sold on various kind of shady websites. Have, if they, you will. have they tracked some of these goods to see where they've been sold? Like, how do, how do, how do they do that? I think we're going to be getting some answers on that uh, pretty quickly. Uh, t this morning, Glendale PD did make an arrest on that Yves St. Laurent uh Flash mob robbery. They arrested a guy out of L.A., young guy. I think he was in his early 20s, maybe 21. They've got an active worn out for another woman. She's from L.A. She's about 23 years old. So my guess is they are under questioning right now. We heard about that link analysis. So they're probably looking to figure out where it went. But, you know, as you hear, social media, the wet, you know, the web swap meets, things of that. Yeah, nature. And they can organize quickly through text messages and, and social media. I'm just saying the logistics of trying to unravel this. You see the video, and I don't know what other evidence they have, video they have. But you see the video on its face, and you have 30 what look like to be young guys, and they're all shrouded. They've they're, they're got long, dark clothing, hoodies. You, you can't see their faces very well. So how do you make identifications? How do you decide, well, this guy stole this and this guy stole that? How do you unravel that? I was talking to somebody today who said that it's going to be really difficult for the DAs to go after this because of that. And also just to link it as an organized crime uh, in itself, especially when you get into smaller counties. You know, a lot of this is a statewide issue. This is not 
only happening in L.A. County. In fact, just yesterday, there was a flash mob robbery down in Costa Mesa. They stole $100,000 in Gucci bags from the uh, the South Coast Plaza. So this is a statewide issue. I'm told that in these smaller counties with limited resources, it's going to be a lot harder for DAs to really but, link this as, a, all, as an organized all right, crime. All these um, luxury goods, uh, luxury good retail shops have been around forever. Why all of a sudden did all the bad guys decide, hey, this is easy to do? And this is extremely lucrative. I mean, what is the impetus for this? Is is it they suspect it's Gascon's lenient policy? Every all the bad guys are aware of it, and they know even if they get caught, they're not serving much jail time, most likely. Well, one thing you'll <laughs> you might find interesting, John. You know, yes, a few days ago, Gascon had held that press conference about the unsolved murders, and it quickly became oh yeah uh, about his policies. That's what reporters were questioning. Well, Gascon notably has got a few members of his team on this task force. I know this is going to shock you. He was not at the uh, the press conference today oh, no? to make that announcement. So um, uh, reporters, they they started uh, questioning that. They started asking Mayor Bass, you know, where's Gascon? Is, you know, why isn't he here? And she essentially said, well, it's a big team. Not everybody was able but to make it. But you can't get around that he has 10,000 cases that have not been prosecuted. He's received 10,000 reports from police, sheriff's deputies. Here, we've made these arrests. This guy did did this bad act. Ten thousand of them. Yeah. I, I mean, the whole world knows this. So why wouldn't these guys start breaking in everywhere and stealing the most expensive stuff they could carry out? I do want to go to this bite. I know you were alluding to this. Sheriff Luna gave us a number today on these retail thefts. If we can go to bite one, just giving you the state of where LA County's been the last couple of years. Always got it. Oh, that's the. Uh, Sorry, that's not the right bite. That's the bite from yesterday. Uh, well, anyways, I was listening to that. I was trying to figure out what we were playing. But, well, anyways, um, he was saying that there was, there's was there been like 170 uh, burglary cases that they're aware of Eric's, you know, Eric's with organized guy. crime. It Just this morning, Glendale police detectives undertook an operation that saw us take into custody and execute a couple of those search warrants and one of its arrest warrants, ultimately taking into custody uh, an individual by the name of Ivan Isaac Ramirez, a 23-year-old resident of the city of Los Angeles. He is currently being processed at the Glendale Police Department and is in our custody. Okay, that was the Glendale PD one. I'm, I'm done trying to play audio. Okay, <laughs> We're going to give the, up on that. The dream. bottom line is the sheriff, Robert Luna, said they're aware of 170 recent organized retail thefts. Yeah, he said we had 170 recently. And, you know, but again, this is becoming a this is a statewide issue, as it's been described to me. You know, I, I spoke with that assemblyman the other day, Juan Ulanese, who's trying to roll back uh, Prop 47. And he said he had to amend that. He had to amend that into a study bill and have a study done a on that study. Well, this is the study. <laughs> you have 170 thefts. <laughs> what do you have to study? They're taking it because there's no consequences. This doesn't. This is not a college uh, graduate course. If there's no consequences, people do whatever they want. You learn that when you try to raise a three-year-old. You figure that out in five minutes. What's What's interesting about it, he's a Republican. He's on the Public Safety Committee. He said he knew that this bill was not going to get through that Public Safety Committee unless it had some data to back it. Even though it was amended to a study bill, he said the study bill actually didn't pass. What he did is he actually had a group of senators and assemblymen write a request to have the study done. And now it's being studied because he knew it's they're, not going to get through. They're never going to get data because – when you stop prosecuting, people stop reporting crimes. A lot of the retail theft 
the, the store owners say they don't bother to call the police anymore. And if the police show up, they don't bother to investigate. So you don't get the arrest. It doesn't go on the record. That, that data thing is a dodge. They don't want to put people in jail. And they'll say anything and throw up any kind of smoke screen to keep uh, themselves from being scrutinized. Well, what, what Yulanis's office told me, too, about the issue with Prop 47 is he says it they said it emboldens criminals. So now you have even more theft. So you have a bunch of these little misdemeanor cases that DAs are getting overwhelmed with up and down the state. They can't keep up with them. So because of the policy, you have criminals who feel emboldened to commit these acts. Mm -hmm. And then you have DAs that are getting so swamped, they can't even keep up with the, you right. know, the misdemeanor punishment. So there's no consequences. That's that's the, the grand result. There's nobody, anybody who has the desire to steal is, is, is stealing now. And they're not worried about anything. Well, that's the uh, that's the concern. And those are the numbers they're trying to get through this study. And again, the study bill wasn't even passed. Just a bunch yeah. of bipartisan legislatures. Legislators said they, they signed a letter to the side of passing a bill to a study group saying, please study this so that we can have some data. So that's where that's at. All right, Blake. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, John. Good reports. Uh, we will continue on this because it's going to keep getting worse. No matter how many uh, press conferences they have and task forces that they have and study groups, uh, the, the criminals know it's a lot of nonsense. Uh, they know nothing is going to come of this. So what do you think is going to happen tomorrow and next week and next month? We'll get into that. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the air from 1 till 4. Then after 4 o'clock, the iHeart app is where you go to John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. The, uh, the, we're going to continue covering this uh, smash and grab situation with Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer because uh, he's got a lot of things to say about this uh, Karen Bass task force that was announced today. Um, and he puts the blame on Bass and Gascon. I'll read you from his uh, press release, and then you could hear him talk about it in detail after 3.30. Spitzer says it's the inept and lax policies championed by the state legislature and other elected officials like Mayor Bass and L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon that has led to de decriminalization, decarceration, and zero bail, which has created this unrest and emboldened these organized crews, not only in Los Angeles, but throughout Southern California. Now, they just had uh, one of these smash and grab situations in Costa Mesa, right at the shopping mall there. Um, so it's it, see, <laughs> the, the criminals don't uh, don't know borders. All right. Uh, they just know where there are big shopping malls or expensive shopping districts and uh, where the uh, expensive stuff is being sold. I mean, if you heard Blake Trolley a few minutes ago, we might be approaching a million dollars in stolen goods just in the last couple of weeks. Um, and, 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 and these guys are, 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 are criminals, but they're not that stupid. <laughs> and the people running the organizations are not stupid. They're running this like a business. So if you can get a million dollars worth of goods for free, you've just made a million dollars in gross profit. And then you pay whatever you pay to the uh, to your workers who do the thievery and nobody's getting arrested. Now, this is the logical conclusion of something that we have talked about now since 2014. This is nine years. Ken and I have been talking about this 
And it was obvious to us from day one that this was going to be the end result. And we're going through this absurd spasm of wokeness. I know everyone hates that word, but I don't know what else to call it. Well, maybe insanity. But it started with, it actually goes back to 2011, it started with emptying the state prisons. Then in 2014 was that Prop 47, which reduced thefts, most thefts to misdemeanors, among other things, like drug possession. And then you have these no bail policies. And then you have the either defund the police or 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 force the police to withdraw from active policing. Uh, by 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 protesting and stigmatizing them. You have Eric Garcetti taking a knee. You have Michael Moore taking a knee to those violent protesters. They showed what side they're on. They showed who they're intimidated by. They didn't stand with their, their police department a few years back. They, they sided with the protesters. And everybody, they, went, they started to worship. They started to genuflect. I mean, I grew up in Catholic school. I knew what taking a knee meant. Taking a knee was a sign of respect and worship. And so they were respecting and worshiping the protesters. Not the police. Not the police that, you know, protected uh, Garcetti's ass for 20 years when he was a public official. It's just infuriating. But this is where, how could you not get here? And sheriff, uh, former sheriff, uh, Villanueva, hit, the, hit it right on yesterday when he came on the show. And he said they're not prosecuting because they don't, they don't prosecute based on the color of the perpetrator. And that's the deciding factor for these policies. Well, what do you think is going to happen? They're actually, they're, 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 they're criminal philosophy is to make arrests, pursue prosecutions based on the color of the perpetrator. I, 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 well, how is this not going to lead to a disaster? If they can't be charged, if they can't be prosecuted, if they don't even have to post bail, if there's 10,000, 10,000 open cases on Gascon's desk, and, I, you know, I don't know, are we clairvoyant or something? We told you in 2011, letting the prisoners out of state prison, bad idea. Letting, uh, passing Prop 47, bad idea. Electing George Gascon, bad idea. You can't pile up all these bad ideas with this weird woke theology and expect a good result. So now everybody I talk to is afraid to go to a shopping center. Everybody's afraid to, to wear any kind of jewelry carry anything of value. So this is the life we're going to live now? Is this what we're going to do? People, people are afraid to be out at night. They're afraid to be in safe public. There was no safer place than a public mall up until a few minutes ago. And then Karen Bass is completely ineffective because she's part of this group. Remember, she was on George Gascon's website endorsing him. George Gascon was at Karen Bass's kickoff campaign kickoff press conference when she made her first appearance as a candidate for mayor gascon was there when he was running for office bass was on gascon's site so karen bass in her heart believes in all this woke nonsense she's in charge of the police department michael moore is just a puppet like luna 
The sheriff is just a puppet. He actually stands up and says we have 170 retail thefts recently. Oh, but now we have a task force. I'm your puppet. I, <laughs> I mean, these people are crazy. And they're not fooling anybody. They're not fooling anybody. But it all goes back to bad decisions made by the public. You, you, uh, there's too many people who vote who are absolutely ignorant of what they're voting on. Or they get infected with the latest woke philosophy of the moment. They think they're being cool. You know, it, it's cool to be woke. It's cool to be part of the trendy movement uh, until your stuff gets stolen or you get beaten up. All right. What a dumb species we are. All right, more coming up. Uh, and then after 3.30, we are going to have Todd Spitzer on to talk about this. And uh, the mayor of Whittier is coming on after 3 o'clock. They're trying to fight, single-handedly fight homelessness there since nobody else in government is helping them. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio one to four. After four o'clock, the iHeart app will have the John and Ken On Demand podcast so you could hear what you missed. Um, coming up uh, after three o'clock, we're going to talk to the mayor of Whittier, Joe Vinatieri, Vin- on uh, how they are going to, they have a, an idea to, fight the homelessness in their city because they they are getting no help from anyone else. Uh, not even from the task forces. Uh, then after uh, 3.30, it's going to be Todd Spitzer, the Orange County DA, and he says the smash and grab stuff has, has hit Orange County and it's because of uh, Gascon and Karen Bass's policies. Uh, here's another example of what you get when you don't put somebody in jail and keep them in jail, they just commit crime after crime after crime. Uh, in this case, it's not smash and grab robberies, at least not, not this particular incident. Uh, a woman named, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, a man named Kalise Crowder. He's 36 years old. He has, a really long rap sheet. And what he's doing now is he's crouching behind women and sniffing them. This happened to a woman at a Barnes & Noble in Burbank. Her name is Michaela Witter. And she set up a video camera to catch him in the act. We've got about two minutes to play of her TikTok video. And she's in the Barnes & Noble bookstore. And this guy, Khalees Crowder, is, is, is tailing him, tailing her. And then squats down and, and starts sniffing from down below. And he's, this is not the only woman saying he's done this. And he has been arrested dozens of times for a slew of sex offenses, according to Fox News. And other crimes stretching back to 2005. 2005. So he has 18 years worth of dozens of arrests. And he's still free to be, to be sniffing this lady. Let's play Michaela's, Michaela's uh, TikTok clip. A 20 of 100 days of dates, And today we're going to Barnes & Noble and getting Starbucks. Except I ended up being stalked and violated the entire time. So I get to Barnes & Noble and get my Starbucks. I'm super excited to look at books. But this is the area that it started. I was in this corner for a while and I noticed the guy was staring at me through that little hole. And I couldn't tell if I was being paranoid or if he was just reading a book and he just happened to be in that little corner. Anyways, it felt like anywhere I moved, he kept following me. So I recorded just in case he was trying to say anything or do anything to me. But I definitely didn't expect him to do this like what the actual f and the whole time i'm thinking i'm fine because he hasn't said anything or touched me or anything but then you notice that he goes over and does the same thing to this girl and he'll crouch down low and pretend like he's doing something and then smell i don't know and the whole time i'm wondering why he's always around me but this was our interaction what are you doing 
I was so freaked out when I turned around and saw him literally under me, so freaking close to me. So I decided to tell the front desk. This is a really creepy guy. Um, he has like these red beads and he's like pretending like he's tying shoes and I think he's like supporting people. Maybe like around there. And then I try to walk to my car as fast as possible because I don't want to run into him. So I'm leaving now, but I just watched the video back because I was trying to figure out what he was doing so close to me. And it freaked, like, I'm so disgusted and... I feel like really violated, even though you didn't touch me, but it just feels really gross and weird. And then I went up to the front to tell the lady because I didn't want him to do that to other people. And then as I was telling her, he was leaving. And so all she said that she could do was just tell the manager. I waited around a little bit because I didn't want to run into him. And I couldn't even focus. Like I wanted to get a book, but then I was just... Like my anxiety was just like really bad and like also I just felt like really grossed out so I just left as soon as I could that's literally like so creepy I've never had someone do that to me it's just really weird <sighs> anyways all right I think you get the idea and that is Michaela Witter who is trying to shop to buy a book at Barnes and Noble in Burbank and you know, there's nobody to help you you can tell the woman behind the desk uh, I'll tell the manager yeah as soon as the manager comes in up you can have a rapist he could be dragging these women into the bathroom and raping them. Uh, and I, I have to call the manager. No, when should you call the police immediately? Isn't there um, a, a, a security in the shopping mall to detain this guy? If he's crouching down, if you look at the video, yeah, he's sniffing, I guess, under, uh, you know, the women's skirts or dresses, whatever they're wearing. Uh, and when you ask him what he's doing, he says, I'm tying my shoes. Uh, all right, so here's an idea of his record. Well, as of uh, August the 6th, just, uh, what, 11 days ago, he was accused of peeping into a Glendale home with children. Uh, August the 8th, uh, I guess this woman posted her encounter with him on TikTok. He was arrested on August 11th and walked free yesterday on the 15th. Well, I, yeah, the, walked free on uh, Tuesday, the 15th. A California judge placed him on probation. He's on probation. Dozens of arrests, a slew of sex offenses. He's supposed to be on the uh, sex, this sex offender database. But Fox News can't find him listed. He has served time in state prison on burglary and robbery charges. He was sentenced in February to a year in jail, indecent exposure in Santa Clarita. He was released early. 20 women have reached out to, uh, to uh, Michaela Witter to say that they have similar stories with this guy. 20 other women. Another woman uh, with a TikTok handle, Art of the Reality, posted a video where she turned around and confronted a man who had crouched behind her. Um, Candace Horry, the wife of the former Lakers, 
star Robert Horry said Crowder stalked their daughter a decade ago. She posted online he went to jail only to come out and continue the same behavior. He needs to be put away for good. What does this guy have to do for the Gascones of the world and the Karen Basses of the world to put him away and lock him up? How did he get out after 10 years ago after doing I, something to Robert Ory's kid? I don't know. I, nobody is safe. There's no amount of money and celebrity to, to protect you from, from these creeps. He's supposed to be registered as a sex offender. He's not on the registry. Nobody, nobody uh, follows up on that stuff. Not that that really is going to do anything in this case. And, of course, there's nobody at the, at the Burbank Barnes & Noble to help out. There's no police. There's no security. Okay, look at this. L.A. County jail records show he's been booked 41 times. Four, 41 arrests. The whole system's busted. We got to take a break. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio, 1 to 4, after 4 o'clock, iHeart app. John and Ken On Demand podcast. Ken is away. Are we really having a hurricane? Yes. Or is this, uh, you know, media hype? Well, as of right now, we're going to see rain on Sunday and Monday because of this this hurricane. I saw two inches of rain. I know. Boo. Two inches of rain in August. I know. Isn't that? It's not a hurricane. Apparently, we haven't had a hurricane hit here in, uh, since 1939. I, I, it's it's crazy. I had to reread that over and over again. It's yeah. Like, I saw headlines this morning, and I just blew by them. I didn't even read the story until they kept coming up everywhere because I just thought, oh, this is some crazy hype. This is, you know, some storm 500 miles out to sea and, you know, everyone's competing for clicks. Finally, I clicked one and it's like, no, this is really, uh, and I checked the, the weather service, like right. the government weather service and the weather channel and it's like, oh, wow. I know. So, uh, they, 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 the, the, the hurricane has winds out in the ocean of 105 miles an hour. Is your bunker ready for us? Are we going to hunker down there? I don't know if I'm hurricane proof. Uh oh. Well, you have you have until Saturday night uh, to figure it out. Although in my bunker there are no windows, so there's no windows that can blow out. Oh, no rain good. can get in. Oh good. And uh, I don't think the rainfall is going to be any worse than uh, than the winter we had. I hope I mean, not. I mean, two inches of rain that was you know half a Tuesday. Be someplace. careful with the trees with your neighbor. Oh, you know. Uh, the neighbor behind us cut down, well, three of those, those trees fell down on their own. Then he cut down a fourth one. But we got the neighbor who's diagonally behind us to cut off, to heavily pare down the top of his tree, which is the one that was aimed at our uh, bedroom. So we're in much better condition now, but I didn't even think of that. Okay, good. <laughs> now you can sleep well I'm gonna get a, I'm going to get a tree in my head. Um, the... Uh, this this is this story is interesting. Um, if you remember, there have been so many shootings, but in May 2022, the Topps supermarket in Buffalo, you had uh, an 18-year-old guy named Peyton Gendron killed 10 people, all of them black, three others wounded. He had driven 200 miles from his home. And, and now the, some families... Are, are suing 
and they're suing um, the social media sites because they say the, uh, the social media sites allowed certain content that caused Peyton Gendron to get addicted and radicalized him. Uh, they are suing YouTube as well as the parent companies, Alphabet and Google, and Reddit. And they say Gendron got radicalized uh, because the kind of design these social media companies have uh, features and, and they have recommendation algorithms to addict you. So you can keep reading the same hateful stuff over and over again. Conspiracy theories, extremism, gun violence. And, you know, they make this argument that these uh, websites and their parent companies ought to be held liable for creating this mass killer. The, the big problem with this over the years has been that the, the uh, online companies are protected by federal law. They are considered just carriers of information. It's like if I call you up and make a death threat, you can't sue the phone company for carrying the threat over their phone line. And that's how the law looks at Facebook and YouTube and Reddit and all this stuff. Um, is that, no, they're, they're just impartial, neutral carriers of information. So it's not their fault if somebody perceives the information and then acts on it and goes on a killing spree. I can't think of any of these lawsuits that have actually worked, but maybe they have some kind of new clever argument. But so far, all these companies have been bulletproof because, you know, I mean, how, how many how many times do we read about the postings of these lunatics or, or, or terrorists who get inspired by other terrorists? And I can't remember any even once that a social media company has been held accountable because the law carved out the Congress carved out an exception for them. Uh, almost 30 years ago. All right, we come back at uh, 3 o'clock hour. It means that we're going to have on um, the mayor of Whittier, Joe Vinatieri, and he's going to talk about how they're going to try on their own uh, to, to, to combat the homelessness because obviously a lot of the uh, vagrants, the mental patients, the drug addicts are spilling over from Los Angeles, which uh, where there are no laws. Uh, Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell, to saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum Status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.